Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is the free version of Wrong Opinion on either iTunes or Spotify. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a full version on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrongop, where you could get full hour to hour and a half long episodes for just three bucks a month if you want just the audio. But I also have a video version, which is eight bucks a month, and you get video and audio. You get it all. I haven't even raised the prices considering the massive inflation going on, so it's really basically free. And you can just go there, patreon.com forward slash wrong OP. With that being said, here is the free version, you fucking commie. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Cash, and this is Wrong Opinion. Um, you know, today, right off the bat, I'm about to, about to cry because it's the year anniversary of some people did something a year ago. Some people did something. Because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Access. She's absolutely right. Some people did something on January 6th a year ago, and then we're starting to lose, lose access to our civil liberties. We have people rotting in jail. A year later, people are rotting in jail, and they haven't found the pipe bomb guy Actually, there was a guy who was placing pipe bombs all over the place um, and they haven't found him. I think they should try looking for him in the offices of the FBI. He might be in there. And that's a good place to start because that's what January 6th was. It was basically a an event divide, an event really created for the media to push some sort of narrative. So, you know what I love about that clip of Ilhan Omar? She's, she's also one of those types of people who I don't ever talk about, uh, like AOC. I, I'm not, I'm not, this is not the podcast where you're going to hear me talk, me talk about AOC vacationing. And look, she's a hypocrite. She's in Miami with no mask and vacationing. Yeah, that's kind of the point. They get to say whatever they want and then live their lives because the media is behind them. I mean, we're way past that. I don't care. It's gossip. Not interesting. So uh, Ilhan, Omar, Ilhan Omar is that type of politician that I don't really talk about her. Uh, she's there because people want her there. But what I do like is rather than, rather than pointing out the hypocrisy of the left, it's uh, let's use their tactics. They have good tactics. They have really good um, slogans and, and um, subversions of reality tactics that they use. So some people did something, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you if you instead of watching that quote and, and being pissed off, she said that about 9-11 um, and, and Muslims that in my world now, because nothing makes sense anymore and it doesn't matter. That was about some people doing something on January 6th last year. And hey, it's not a big deal. We shouldn't even, you know, memorialize it or, um, you know, make it um, some sort of political war on another side because that, that's what it is it was it was devised by the fbi and the media they all colluded together to create some sort of non-event but make it look like it was a a very tragic day like 9-11 times 100 or pearl harbor and 9-11 times 100 and then use it as a weapon against the other side that they don't like really the other side being nationalists who just want to keep america america that's basically it 
because the globalists are very, very aggressive and they will do anything in their power to totally squash any remnants of nationalism in any country left on earth. It's not, this is not just the United States. This is pretty much Hungary, Poland, the United States, Brazil, a little bit of Brazil. Any country that has any semblance of nationalism, it, part of everything is to um, completely squash it, and then they can move forward with their one-world government plans, which they're actually very close to accomplishing. You know, um, like, I'm going to play you that Ted Cruz clip in a little bit, and... It might be scary to some people, you know, because even people on our side are against us. Ted Cruz was never on our side. He's a very smart, eloquent person, and he, he's very knowledgeable about the Constitution. And I guess since he is an enemy of it, he um, should know what he's an enemy of. And, and deep down, that's what it is. He's a purely political person. And, and really, it's um, not country and 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 um, tradition or, or anything like that above him. It's Ted Cruz above everything else, kind of like how I think Elon Musk lives. I don't think Elon Musk really cares about anything, and sometimes he'll say something you agree with, but really, when it comes down to it, it's Elon Musk above all. So with Ted Cruz, it's Ted Cruz above all. It's who's scratching his back. He's basically Lindsey Graham, but smarter. That's what he is. So you're surprised he's going to say something that that is um, completely fucked and evil with regards to January 6th, and he's not talking about the political prisoners, and he's calling people terrorists. You know who the terrorists were that day? It was the FBI, Antifa, both. The media. The media itself, the way that they've been acting for a very long time. It's been against the interests of the American people. I mean, you could go all the way back to Vietnam. You could go all the way back to the 1960s. If You, you could go back further. But just to be relevant, you could go back to the 1960s and they're an enemy against you. So really, um, you know, you can watch that Ted Cruz clip and, and, and be shocked. Oh, my God, Ted Cruz said this and he, he hates us. Oh, my God, I didn't know. First of all, how did you not know? How did you not know? I mean, when Trump was running against him in 2016, it was a sight to see. And you knew you could see right through him. And the guy's not real. He doesn't know how to be real. A lot of these politicians don't know how to be real because all of these politicians are basically, they're like Hollywood dropouts. They um, didn't make it, they didn't. They, they couldn't fit in in the Hollywood crowd, you know, where you at least have to seem real and seem believable and seem relatable. So they um, went to the other Hollywood, which is Washington, D.C., and became politicians because they're not that good of actors. So Ted Cruz saying that, I'm not shocked. And I also uh, don't have any hope for the future of the United States. But that's not a black pill. You shouldn't. When I say that, you shouldn't be like, oh my God, doom and gloom. Because we have an opportunity, a rebirth. And it's going to happen in our lifetime. The rebirth of the United States will happen in our lifetime. But before that, you need to see it fully collapse. You need to see it fully collapse under the weight of the fraud that it's become. I mean, we need to expose, and that's what Trump was really good at. Although he's become quite milk toast now, he's become, you know, with the vaccines and, and he was supposed to have a press conference today and he canceled because Lindsey Graham and Laura Ingram told him to. Um, you know, that's not what a strong leader does. But what he did really well was expose the establishment, the people we have trusted for a long time, to be frauds, to be fraudulent, to be against us. 
to be anti-American, to be to be pro-globalism. He exposed that. So we need more of that. So the fact that they want to memorialize January 6th is a good thing. That's not what winners do. They just they move on. They don't double down on retarded non-events to to you know this is a year later and they're still pushing it and there's by the way there's still 14,000 hours of footage that they have not released with regards to that day um if they were so confident that that day was uh, uh, uh an attempted insurrection coup d'etat whatever uh they would release that footage but they're not confident they're doubling down on something that wouldn't have even passed as a daytime movie. You know, let's just say you're writing a movie and the premise of the movie was that there is a massive, there's a revolution at the Capitol. Boy, would you make it action-packed, bloody. You'd make it very gory. You'd make the body count be in the thousands. You'd have to make it so believable, you know? You'd have to make it believable where it was all-out war. So, with the footage that they have released and with what we all saw transpire a year ago on TV and a lot of our friends were there, um, that wouldn't be a very interesting movie. That wouldn't really, like I said, it wouldn't be a, a, a daytime, it wouldn't be a good daytime movie. It wouldn't be a good made for TV movie. It wouldn't even be a good HBO movie, you know, where you kind of have to pay for it for a subscription. It wouldn't be anything. The, the, the studio would have massive amounts of notes up to here saying, we need more blood. We need more death. We need a more believable um, leader to, to attempt a coup d'etat, to attempt a overthrow of the United States government to, you know, uh, we need like a Napoleonic type of figure. We need someone like Julius Caesar in there. But Trump wasn't that. If anything, Trump was the opposite. He didn't see that this was the plan. He didn't see it coming. 